Hey, good afternoon. It's Friday, September 13th. Two things to talk about today. The first, GTA and the ACDM program that starts on September 16th. And then we'll talk about compensation and how the CBAA's compensation survey can help you attract, retain, and recruit the talent that you need to power your organization. Let's get started. All right, so let's talk ACDM, Airport Collaborative Decision Making. This is an initiative uh, enacted by the Greater Toronto Airport Authority. When you talk to both GTAA and Nav Canada, ACDM uh, is, is a pillar in their strategy. Now, they would believe that this kind of um, program provides visibility to both the airline operators, flight crews, general aviation, the terminal, and Nav Canada. It, it, they're trying to present the data in a way to all those different customers. Uh, of course, GTAA is primarily concerned with the terminal operation and managing the flow to and from the gates. The challenge, of course, is that as a result of that, this program, ACDM, impacts all operators at Toronto Pearson. So effective September 16th, 2019, ACDM trials will commence. The key thing to think about when, uh, when contemplating ACDM and your operations to Toronto Pearson is that it is just that, a trial. There's going to be um, uh, an acceptance of some of the mistakes and an understanding that operators, uh, there'll be some new procedures to comply with and uh, the Greater Toronto Airport Administration understands that because this trial phase is taking place, that uh, changes uh, will be required and the association is working with GTAA, our FBO operators, uh, and flight crew to make sure that we educate GTA about those concerns. I think what's important for operators, you know, if you had to distill the complexity of operating to Toronto after September 16th, just think of it this way. You're going to require an OCS reservation. Um, in all of the working groups and conversations that we've had with the airport authority, you know, if you create an OCS reservation, whether that's for your uh, departure or arrival, the GTA is not going to hold you to account uh, directly for that time. In other words, they understand, one, it's a trial period, and two, business aviation's travel needs change according to the clients and folks that you've got in the back. So if you file an OCS reservation, let's imagine a situation where we're talking of departure here, and we say we're going to depart um, you know, on some day at 10 Zulu. If at 9.30 your passengers haven't arrived, you can continue to push things back um, with the way that whoever you use to file your flight plan, that's the method that you'd want to update so that your target off block time is always updated with the, within the ACDM program. So really the takeaway for your crews there is if you're operating to Toronto, one, make sure you've got an OCS reservation for departure and for your arrival. Know that uh, OCS reservation times are, especially in this trial phase, just really a, a yardstick. Um, they're not going to hold anyone to account uh, for those times. The key is to just have something in the system. And the second is when you start to think about uh, operating. So now we're, we're at on the day of, whether it's the departure or the arrival. The thing to uh, remind your flight crews on is if you want to just be super simple and easy about working with an ACDM, just ask them to keep their flight plan up to date. Uh, 
the recommendation that the association has made um, and the GTA has agreed on is very simply just updating your flight plan provider. So whether that's going to Nav Canada directly, may perhaps use a flight planning vendor, a partner, somebody that you uh, use a dispatch service with, whatever means that you undertake to update your flight plans, simply do that or ask your flight crews to do that on the day of either that departure or arrival. Uh, if you do that, you, the TSAT, so let's take a step back and think of how this all works together. So the target off block time is ex your expected departure time. This program is designed to try to uh, give some prediction to all operators at the airport, um, whether you're leaving an FBO as, as business aviation would or, or pushing back from the gates. It's about trying to provide a consistent level of service to the runway. And if you're updating your target off block time, and you're holding to that, then your target startup approval time, TSAT, will, will help you get to the runway at the predicted time. Now, when, when in the case of Toronto Pearson, if we're tripling, that is to say when we're running east-west operations, um, we have, Nav Canada has the ability to manage the traffic effectively. Uh, now, a lot of operator sort of concern comes from this very fact that if we are, and nine times out of ten, we're almost always tripling. We're east-west operations at Pearson. This, this provides us with the most amount of traffic flow for arriving and departing aircraft. And so, in all likelihood, you're going to have your target off block time, whatever that time is that your flight crew said they were expected to leave. The TSAT, the target startup approval time, would be the exact same. So the next step is, you know, on the day of, we're, we at the association are still working with the GTA to um, massage the uh, call time. So there is this requirement that um, flight crews contact the airport coordinator um, to signify that their aircraft is ready to go. We're trying to eliminate that. We, we take the approach that our commitment, if, if this ACDM program continues uh, beyond the trial phase, our commitment would be that, you know, business aviation just needs to update our flight plan times. And in doing so, uh, that would be seen as that single source of, is this aircraft ready to depart at the time that they say they want to depart at? So I think that's a key distinction and an initiative that we're going to push towards. So let's wrap up sort of the summary about uh, ECDM operations for business aviation. Really two things to remember. One, an OCS reservation uh, would be required for both departure and arrival. And know that the GTAA is not going to uh, hold us to account for the time. So in other words, this is just a yardstick. They're requesting the, uh, the information to understand where your aircraft uh, is planning to depart or arrive at Toronto Pearson. From that, we move to sort of the day of operation. And we continue to push for um, a program that recognizes the flexibility that business aviation requires. We know that our passengers show, uh, one, when their meetings are concluded, depending upon the traffic and the time to get to the FBO, and then once they're ready to leave for the FBO itself. So we recognize there's a lot of flexibility in there, and this is not an airline schedule, and that's one of the things we're trying to continue to communicate with GTAA. And uh, they have shown some flexibility in that understanding, but through this trial phase, we're going to continue to promote that. Um, it, it needs to be the way things go forward if ACDM is to continue beyond the trial phase.
So let's think a little bit about the day of operation. Uh, I think some key messaging to your flight crews. The first is in whatever way that they update their flight plans. Uh, perhaps that's through Nav Canada. Perhaps that's through uh, a flight planning provider that you've partnered with or a dispatch center if you have one. So long as your um, flight plan is up to date, that'll take care of the TOBT, that target off block time. And the thing to, of course, remember is that in tripling operations, when Toronto Pearson is running east-west operations, that's where Nav Canada has the most flexibility to depart and arrive traffic. Uh, and as a result, the TOBT time, whatever time you filed off, the TSAT, the target startup approval time, um, almost always those will be aligned. So there wouldn't be an expectation of any delays. So callouts would be on days where you're running north-south, so 1533, or if you're doing, um, if the CDF is operational. Those are points where you want to kind of call out to your flight crews that the intent of ACDM is to get you to the runway on time, and that's everyone at the airport to the runway on time. So that would be a situation where your TOBT and TSATs may differ. And that leads us to some of the calls uh, that are now a new process, the calls that are required by the flight crew. Uh, we recognize and we've educated the GTA on some of the aircraft limitations. Some have an APU, some can get access to a GPU, and then some FBOs don't want to leave the GPU on the aircraft uh, and you're left to battery. Uh, and that doesn't lend itself very well to some of the early callouts for time. So we are going to continue to work with GTA to get some flexibility there. Uh, we are promoting the effort where so long as our TOBT, that target off block time, your flight plan departure time is, is fairly accurate, uh, we want that to be the marker about whether or not an aircraft is ready to go and allow the data within the system to update both ATC and the airport authority about who's going and who's coming. So during this trial, know that the CBAA is working with GTA, our operators, our FBO partners, to learn from this trial phase. We want to craft a program that should ACDM be the law of the land at uh, Toronto Pearson, that we've crafted a program that actually works for business aviation and meets the needs of the airport authority and the air traffic control agency, in this case, NAV Canada, to understand the departures and arrivals. All right, let's talk compensation. So this week, the association released our 2019 compensation survey. You know, people ask often, you know, why do we do this? Um, and with all the talk about labor shortages, I think the reason why we do this is to help set sort of your HR retention recruitment strategies. Our industry needs people, and we need to understand when you consider pay, you need to understand what your peers are doing and understand how that data may or may not impact your operation. A couple things I'd point out with the compensation. Um, first, we had over 53 members um, complete the responses. And to those members that did, I appreciate you taking the time to provide that information. I would say one, uh, <laughs> both a, a source of a, a frustration in terms of providing the length of detail that you did, uh, taking the time that you did to provide that information gives us the story about not only just uh, base comp and total comp, 
but also, you know, what are the days to recruit times? Uh, what is our, what are our maintenance professionals? What are they getting paid? Um, where do we go and attract a talent? Um, and, and how does that compare with our airline counterparts? So that information helps us to tell this total story. And again, to those 53 members, uh, I appreciate the time that you took to provide that information. It's really helped us out. Going further with the comp survey, in addition to the pay, I think the, the line that I've always used is pay is one element. Um, when folks consider coming to or leave your organization, very often it's due to either a, a cultural fit. You know, if, if, you're, if you don't know what EQ and LQ, you know, your emotional quotient and your love quotient if you don't know what those are and how they fit into the culture of your organization, that's something to think about. A couple areas that you may want to consider uh, thinking about in addition to the pay is career progression and also personal growth. Uh, do you have a sort of charted, uh, a sort of a flight plan of their career? Uh, if you come in as an FO on some type of aircraft, what is the expected uh, upgrade time? Um, and then and if you have different aircraft in the fleet, what does that look like to bid over to another aircraft or etc. Your mileage may vary, but in the end, career progression is an important part. And last, of course, is personal growth. Um, you definitely want to be focused on understanding where people's strengths and weaknesses are and where they self-identify with additional courses. Perhaps it's within the industry, uh, taking uh, maybe learning some executive presence or leadership skills or um, maybe attending KSOP or doing other things. This, this idea of personal growth is also important. So again, it's not just a, a pay. It's culture, it's career progression, and personal growth. If you'd like to get a copy of the compensation results, feel free to reach out to Lindsay. Her information and details can be found on the CBAA website or via LinkedIn. This also concludes the conversation on ACDM and compensation for the week wrapping up Friday, September 13th. I'd love to hear from you. Any questions or comments? I think this is the perfect way for us to stay connected about the issues that your associations undertake on your behalf uh, in our efforts to promote and simplify business aviation. Thank you.